Welcome to our podcast, Paranormal Seekers. I'm Kylie. I'm Linda. Today we have two paranormal stories to talk about. So, yeah, we're going to have some fun. <laughs> anyway, before we get to the stories, Kylie, do you have any paranormal encounters? Um, no, I actually have not. Um, have you? I actually have. Oh. It was at my old house that we lived in that and it didn't only happen to me it also happened to my dad we would see these little like shadow figures running around the house as if they were like little children playing around oh wow so that would actually happen pretty frequently um my mom never believed us but me and my dad always always saw them so that's kind of something that would happen frequently okay Yeah, I feel pretty lucky that I've never experienced anything like that. Yeah. (laughs) But um, today we have two stories that are very crazy and creepy. So, yeah. So, before we get started, we should probably say that I'm not too creeped creeped out about these. But I am. (laughs) So let's start with the first story. Um, This one is called The Little Boy With No Eyes. Okay. So I'm going to read it. Um, One night when I was 10, I was asleep in bed and was woken up by my bedroom door opening, then someone sitting on my bed. I felt the graze on my leg and the bed sink as they sat. Thinking it was my mom having something to tell me, I opened my eyes only to see a pale eyeless, just black empty socket boy who seemed to be my age sitting at the foot of my bed with his legs crossed staring at me or facing my direction since he had no eyes okay every time i hear this i just i don't even know it's just weird and creepy yeah um so we're just gonna continue with it (laughs) He then reached his hand toward me, and he was holding what looked to, what looked like a little black box. I was freaked out, but as I reached to grab it, he hesitantly pulled back. I reached out further for it and said, give it. As I did so, I blinked, and by the time I reopened my eyes, he was gone. The spot on the bed where he, where he was sitting lifted back into place, but the imprint of someone sitting there was still present. Okay. Like, okay, at first, when I hear, like, the first few sentences, I think, must have just been a dream. Until that, it says there's an imprint. <laughs> yeah, but that's what everyone always thinks when when they have an encounter or something. That's They try to make up excuses to try to... So they'll think it really didn't happen. Yeah. That's what me and my dad were trying to do at first when that happened to us. But it, we, it kept happening too yeah, frequently. Since you guys both saw it. It wasn't a dream. Yeah. It couldn't have been. So, let's continue. I told my mom in the morning, and she was slightly freaked out, but assured me I was just dreaming. There we go with the dreaming. (laughs) Fast forward five years, I had my girlfriend over to do homework. After homework, she took a nap while she waited for her parents to pick her up. When they arrived, I I tried waking her to let her know. I nudged her, and she opened her eyes so sudden already, looking in the direction of the corner in the room where the walls meet the ceiling. Lifting her finger and pointed, as fast as she awoke, she felt she fell asleep again i attempted to wake her again she came to full consciousness and i asked her what what she um what she saw 
and I explained to her what she did. She said, oh, I thought I was dreaming, but up on the wall, I saw a little boy with no eyes just there in a Spider-Man pose staring at me. That's when I freaked out and told her the story for the first time of when I saw what I guess was the same kid. And that's another thing that, like, assures you that it was not a dream. Because you both saw it. It's like your brains are connected, and, yeah, it's just weird. And it just keeps getting weirder. <laughs> Fast forward another five years, still with the same girlfriend, and by this time we had a two-year-old daughter. We were living in my old bedroom at my parents' house. My daughter would wake up at the same time every night and start talking. For a while, we thought it was just a normal baby thing until I noticed it was almost the same conversation every night. I playfully asked her one night who she was talking to every night. She responded, a little boy, he talks to me. He's nice. He's lost and looking for his mommy. That's creepy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, And like... The fact that it was himself, his girlfriend, and then now it's his kid. Yeah. And his kid is actually having a conversation. Yeah, and, like, what surprises me sometimes, too, is how, like, these kids are so young that they don't even realize that it's weird. Yeah. They just think everything is normal. It's it's just normal to them because they don't know, they don't really know what's going on. Yeah. So, I told my mom what happened what happened the next morning and before i got to tell her what i thought she said i remember when that happened to you then your girlfriend i have no idea what it is by then neither my girlfriend or i have seen the little boy after our first encounter but my daughter continued her nightly conversations until we got our own place later that year so it must have been that house there was something in that house but specifically in that room because his mom never saw it or it never said anything about his mom seeing it that's true so it was specifically in his room yeah so that story is pretty weird (laughs) like i don't even know how to explain it it's just it's something else yeah they're they're the normal typical stories that you tell just for fun but then when you get into like the actual side of real paranormal experiences you try to make up different reasons for it not to be real so when you actually hear people telling their story and taking the time to write it out for others, like, it shows a sense of realness, like, that actually happened to them. hmm Yeah. Okay, so that was The Little Boy With No Eyes. So now we're going to move on to Behind the Shower Curtain. So this one has to do with playing with an Ouija board, which is a typical, you think of paranormal scary, you think of contacting the other the the ghosts basically and when you think of that you think of the Ouija board so here's one of these stories so in seventh grade my friends and I went over to Mary's house intent on playing with her mom's Ouija board that night none of of us had played with one before Mary's mom was an was an extremely spiritual person who believed in energies witchcraft stuff like that before we used the board Mary warned us that her mom would be really mad if she found out that we were playing with it because Ouija boards can attract bad spirits into the home. With full knowledge of this, we decided to proceed anyway. I would never, ever touch an Ouija board. Like, not even if I was, like, dared to, not even if someone told me I'm gonna get money if I do it. I would never. So, for the fact that for me, it's an interest of mine, so I probably would... Yeah. 
is there's always things that don't play with this don't play with that but sometimes when people tell you not to play with it you just want to play with it more (laughs) that's where me and kylie are different Uh (laughs) um the ouija board was not the average ouija board you had ever seen along with the usual characteristics the alphabet yes no goodbye there was an entire array of symbols and signs that were arranged in a circle that 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 showed this was some seriously intricate stuff we just started we started just goofing around and communicating with random spirits here and there until we finally met one that had us in tears the entire sleepless night. First we asked the spirit if it was a man or a woman, to which he replied M A N man. Then we asked then we asked how he was killed. Murder. That freaked us out only a little bit, but we were mostly excited. All of a sudden before we even asked another question. The glass goes to the eyeball symbol, then spells out I-N in and goes to the water symbol. This is weird. <laughs> like, this is why I would never do it. Because I get scared by the littlest things. So, like, if I were to do this, I'd probably, like, I've never passed out before, but I'd probably pass out. So, <laughs> the only problem with Ouija boards is that if you have to play with more than one person, so you have to find a lot of people who are committed. Which that that and also you never know if someone is playing around and that's doing true. that. Yeah. So that's the only thing that's that's um, different about these stories because uh, you never know if someone is playing a trick or something. But this one doesn't seem t- this one is doesn't seem to be that case. Yeah. So. We didn't have a clue what that meant. It wasn't too scary until the spirit spelled out S-H-O-W-E-R, shower. And my best friend realized that the spirit was trying to get us to look into the shower. It's just, like, I don't, I would never do that. I probably wouldn't listen to it. I'd probably throw the Ouija board away. I'm pretty sure there are some specific things that you have to do to fully get rid of the spirit if yeah. you contact it. <sighs> I would move countries. Countries? <laughs> you would go that far? I'd be freaked out. Okay. Um, we froze. I've never been so scared in my entire life, especially sitting directly in front of the bathroom with the shower curtain all the way closed, faced in my direction. We all screamed and promised on our friendships that we had not moved it ourselves. A very important promise. I felt like I was being watched, and my friends thought so too. It was only four of us, and I believe with all my heart that none of them had moved it because we were all too nervous to do anything. See that, like, that brings up the point that I was saying earlier about you never know if someone is moving it. Yeah. But like, if it's a case like this that it's so serious that it's spelling out something of Mm -hmm. where you are, and you and your friends swear, swear that none of you moved it. Yeah. It goes to show it's true. Yeah, and they all probably looked really, like, freaked out. So they probably all knew that, like... It wasn't, is, yeah. yeah. It's not a joke, you know? Yeah. So, I'll never use a Ouija board again because of how crazy and intense that night was. I know I felt something in that room with us. I know it was dangerous. And that's why you don't play with Ouija boards. Well... <laughs> Yeah, true, but I mean, as long as you kind of, like, know your boundaries with it, I think. Yeah. And if you know actually how to 
if you if you know how to actually use it and you're not just for reckless kids who took it from someone's mom yeah I think if you if you had someone's permission of the one who owns it and who has used it directly and who is as, as spiritualistic as uh this person's mom was it would have been okay because she probably knows all of like I don't want to say procedures because that's not really what it is, but I don't know another word for it. Mm-hmm. But to what to do in those cases where you contact something like that. Yeah. Um. Well, um, so these stories were pretty insane, yeah. Well, I think they weren't, how do I, they weren't so terribly scary i'm pretty sure there's some scarier stories out there for me personally they weren't too bad because like i'm always it's kind of like one of like i don't know i don't know why it's always been an interest of mine like the paranormal side of things so i'm always reading stories like this so it didn't really creep me out i always find the concept interesting it's just actually going through and like looking into it yeah it's not that it's not interesting it's that it's scary too much for me (laughs) um i don't there have been very few times that i've actually been like very very freaked out about stuff and it's mostly because all the stuff that i look into it's basically just like stories but what actually freaked me out like a lot was the encounter at my own house that i experienced and also my dad because that kind of showed that it wasn't just a figure my imagination of what was going on Mm -hmm. um so that's probably what what scared me the most about that is actually experiencing it firsthand but that's probably what um, made me more interested in it to like investigate what I actually saw if there was a meaning behind it so that's where basically my motivation came from yeah to research all that was interesting yeah all right so those were some paranormal stories interesting Um, definitely yeah um so i guess that's it yeah thank you for listening bye bye